3: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum.
3: Hello and welcome to VEASAN Daily Morning Bets, a quick 15-minute podcast highlighting the top games and biggest line moves that bettors need to know about each day. Today is Tuesday, November 29th.
0: Game of the night.
3: For the game of the night, we're going to look toward the first of a TNT doubleheader tonight, kicking off at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the NBA between the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks. Currently, the Warriors are listed as a short one and a half point road favorite with a total of 228. Now, going into this matchup, two teams are trending in opposite directions. The Golden State Warriors are 11-10, but they've won five of their last six games. They just crushed the Minnesota Timberwolves 137-114, to 114, easily covering as a one-point road favorite. Meanwhile, Luka Doncic and the Mavs, just 9-10, they've lost four straight games. They just lost to the Bucks 124-115, to 115, failing to cover as a six-point road dog. Now, we've seen this matchup is some respected money moving towards Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. This game opened at pretty much a pick'em game. Some shops even opened uh, Mavericks' slight favorite minus one at home. And we've seen all respected money go toward Golden State, flipping Golden State now to a a one-and-a-half point road favorite. Some shops even inching up maybe to minus two. So whether it was a pick'em or a slight favorite Mavs, we kind of have a pick'em or dog-to-fave sharp line move toward Golden State. Uh, Golden State is currently getting 75% of bets, but 87% of the money. So that's kind of telling me that it's a public play, but not just a public play. You have some respected money as well with that low bets higher dollar plus 12% bet discrepancy. So kind of a pro and Joe in unison matchup here with Golden State. And again, I think it's a misconception, and I thought this when I first kind of started learning about these different terms and betting systems and uh, or betting percentages. Uh, pros and Joes. So pros are your professional bettors, your sharps, your wise guys. They're betting, uh, basically, they're betting numbers, not teams, which you might have heard before. They're betting based on analytics, based on their discrepancy plays. Uh, Joes, who are average Joes, casual betters, recreational bettors, they're really not setting their own numbers, not looking at data. They're betting off of gut instinct and bias. So it's not always that pros and Joes are on opposite sides. You might think they always are, but that's not always the case. So when I see a 75% bets, but almost 90% money that tells me that it's kind of both, uh, you know, recreational money and respected money. And again, you know, professional bettors, they don't care what the public's doing. They don't really care about betting percentages as as much as data-driven bettors do. You know, if they see a value in the Warriors and say that line is too short, they're going to hit the Warriors. They're not going to say, oh, I, I got the Warriors maybe favored in this game slightly, so let's hit them. But, oh, the public's on the Warriors as well, so let me lay off or go, go the other way. No, the pros don't care. What the public's doing. So this looks again to me like a pro and Joe in unison, in agreement on the Warriors, maybe for different reasons. Uh, Golden State, aside from you know playing better as of late, they're the better offensive team slightly. Ninth in offensive efficiency, Dallas is twelfth. It's also a rest versus tired angle where I kind of want to bet against the Dallas Mavericks. This is their uh, first game at home after a road trip, which is always uh, kind of a bet against spot when you're finally home after after a three-game trip. You get a lot of people hitting you up for tickets and you got a lot of uh, family commitments. So maybe a little bit distracted here. Maybe you uh, kind of take it easy, exhale, you know, rest on your laurels a bit when you come back home. Uh, meanwhile, you look at Dallas as well. They're playing their third game in four days. So kind of a tired spot for the Mavs. The line is moving toward Golden State Warriors here. So definitely some respect to money. Going Warriors, maybe a money line play. A little bit of a lean for me on the Warriors. They're Right, on, right now on the money line are on minus 125.
2: Best of the rest.
3: For the best of the rest, we're going to look toward the second game of this TNT doubleheader, kicking off at 10 p.m. Eastern time between the L.A. Clippers and the Portland Trailblazers. Now, going to this matchup, the Clippers uh, are favored as a three-and-a-half point favorite at home with a total of 214-and-a-half. Uh, the Clippers in this matchup, they're 12-and-9. They just snapped a two-game losing streak. They just beat the Pacers 114-110, to 110, uh, winning outright as a two-point home dog. Meanwhile, Portland, 11-9, so similar record here, but they're just 1-5 their last six. They just lost to the Nets 111-97, failing to cover as an eight-point road dog. Now in this matchup, we've seen line movement toward the Blazers at home. The Blazers opened as always a two-point home favorite, and they've now been bet up to minus three, minus three and a half. So this line is moving toward Portland. And a couple reasons here to maybe lean Portland, Uh, You know, money line play, they're not that high around minus 150. I tend to money line a lot of these short favorites in the NBA, you know, laying three or less. I don't really money line anything above a three. I don't really want to go above minus 150. But, you know, for example, like that Warriors game, you win by one, you lay a one and a half, you lose. Uh, You go money line, you win. In this game, if you like Blazers, you know, they win by two. uh, You lay a three, three and a half, you lose because you you laid the number. So to me, juice is worth the squeeze on these short favorites going money line over spread. Uh, but the line move to the Clippers makes sense. No Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George, and no Luke Kennard for the Clippers. So uh, they're, they're really missing, uh, obviously, two of their best players, two of the best players in the NBA. But also Kennard's been out for a while. He's a good three-point shooter. Uh, Blazers are down um, Damian Lillard, so Lillard, Lillard will not play either. Uh, but with this move toward the Blazers, pretty good bet split. They're only getting 62% of bets, so not quite as lopsided as the Warriors. But they're getting 77% of the money. So, again, that's kind of a slightly undecided public, very, very slight lean to Blazers, but bigger money here, leaning Blazers. And, again, that jives with the line move uh, toward Portland, minus 2 up to minus 3.5. Portland has a much better offense. They're ranked 13th in offensive efficiency this year. The LA Clippers are just 28th. Uh, Also, we have seen some money hit this under, and this total opened at 217. It's all the way uh, down to 215, even 214.5 now. One thing to keep an eye out for is, you know, obviously when you're looking at Uh, matchups and and different data. Uh, Sometimes there are different teams that just stand out in specific situations. Like I'll give you an example. Oklahoma city thunder have been a fantastic over team this year. Last I checked, I want to say they're 12 and five to the over. I know that's probably not right, but it's something like that. They've cashed a ton of overs. Well, the Clippers have been a fantastic under team. They're the best under team in the NBA. They're now 16 and five to the under. Uh, Portland is 11 and, and eight to the under as well. Uh, but Clippers have really been a good under team. Makes sense when this line opened at 217. Pros said, hey, this thing is way too high. Let's hit the under, cause this line to fall. Uh, the under in this game is only getting 40% of bets, but 74% of the money. So a lot of money uh, coming in here on this under. It's just tough now to uh, go under because, again, 217. Now you're down at 214 and a half, 215. I'd still lean under, but obviously you want to, when you identify a team like that, maybe hit this line as soon as it opens, uh, especially looking at the matchup and knowing Clippers are such a good under team. Uh, But also in terms of pace, two slower-paced teams. Portland is 28th in the NBA in terms of pace. Clippers are 20th, so they're both bottom third in terms of pace. So definitely some under money there, good bet split to the under. Clippers, the best under team in the NBA. And again, movement toward the Blazers uh, with a bunch of injuries here to the Clippers. Uh, So that's what we'll be looking at tonight and a big back-to-back on TNT. Football season is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information.
2: Josh's Sweats.
3: For Josh's sweats, for my first sweat of the night, in both my sweats of the night, I'm gonna go to the NHL. Uh, I'm a puckhead, if you don't know by now. I love betting hockey. I, and hockey, to me, it, again, throwaway percentages. It's not that they don't. Uh, it's not that they're not real. They're completely real and totally transparent and honest. And slash uh, splits coming from directly from DraftKings, great, fantastic resource. But hockey is a very low bet sport. So when I'm looking at you know 70% of bets on you know uh, one hockey team. Yes, that's a quote-unquote public play, but because it's not a public sport, that seventy percent could be mostly respected better. So I don't really put much stock at all into hockey. To me, hockey it's about line moves, and it's also about betting system matches. So line moves because it's a low bet sport, therefore the line moves are driven by mostly respected betters who know hockey. You know, probably uh, set their own hockey numbers and, and really have an edge. And also betting systems because, again, it can be a system-based sport where different situations can be really profitable. So, for example, my first sweat of the night in the NHL, I'm going Boston Bruins, my Boston Bruins, who just set the record uh, to start a year 12-0 at home. So I'm sweating the Bs to win tonight. I'm on the Boston Bruins. I got the Bruins at minus 160. It's not a huge line move play. You know, Bruins open around minus 155. They're up to minus 160. I do see some shops even up to, like, minus 165. So, Again, it's not like a, a 30 thirty cent steam move. It's been slightly to the Bruins, but this is a system match play for me on the Boston Bruins. So right off the bat, it's a rest first tired. Uh, the Bruins haven't played since the twenty fifth. They've been off since Friday, and you look at the Tampa Bay Lightning. They played last night, the twenty eighth, and they, uh, eked a, um, they eked out a they eked out a six five win in overtime. Uh, yesterday, and just one comment on yesterday's game. That was one of Josh's sweats yesterday. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning on the Morning Bets pod, and if you noticed, I bet the Lightning at a bad minus one seventy yesterday. They switched their goalies uh, from Vasilevsky to Brian Elliott, and the line plummeted all the way to minus one forty five. And I know a lot of betters when you when that happens to you, you bet uh, you know one number. It goes way away from you. Obviously, we're always always trying to beat closing lines, but teachable moment, if it goes way against you, a lot of betters sometimes freak out. Hey, I bet a minus 170. Now it's minus 145. What do I do? Do I try to buy out? Do I double down? You know, what do I do to, to, to kind of overreact uh, to this big move? Well, here's something, a, a kind of uh, teachable moment and a phrase that hopefully you can keep uh, in the back of your head anytime this happens to you. Hopefully it doesn't happen a lot. Uh, I think it's more of a rare occurrence, but hockey, you will see it if goalies change and you're not expecting it. But remember this phrase, dance with the one who brung you. Uh, and what does that mean? It means that when I make a bet, I stick with my original bet. I'm ideally hoping to beat the closing line, but if the line goes the other way, I'm not doubling down, I'm not buying out, uh, I'm not trying to chase, I'm just sticking with my original bet. I don't want to bet it twice and maybe lose and, and, and lose two units instead of one, but I also want to give myself the opportunity to say, hey, if I get lucky, let's just stick with our original bet. Let's not buy out of it and eat the juice. Uh, so Tampa Bay won 6-5, whole point being, despite the line move against them, no reason to freak out. You just dance with the one who brung. You stick to your original bet. It paid off because Tampa Bay won in overtime last night. Uh, So, again, teachable moment there just in terms of any sports. I stick with my original bet. However, uh, this game tonight, I'm going Bruins because it's that rest first tired. Again, they've been off since the 25th. The Tampa Bay Lightning played last night. Uh, The Bruins will match a ton of systems for me. So that angle we just mentioned, if you're a rested favorite off a win, uh, you've had at least three days between your last game and you're a favorite and you're coming off a win. 30 and 16, 65% this year. Uh, you also look at favorites versus a team on the second leg of a back-to-back. They're 34 and 21, 62%. That's even been better over the last three years. That's 70% over the last three years. So uh, it's kind of been, been uh, not quite as good as it has been historically. Maybe that means it gets even better. Home favorite, home favorite with a line move in your favor. 91 and 45, 67% this year. Uh, you also look at uh, the Bruins metrics here. 4.1 goals a game, only 3.6. For Tampa Bay Bruins only giving up 2.2 a game. Uh, you look at Tampa Bay giving up 3.2 a game, so offense, defense, but boxes get checked off for Boston. Uh, the Bruins are 12 0 as a favorite, 12 0 at home, hoping though that goes to 13 0 tonight. Uh, slightly better power play 29% versus 28%, uh, penalty kill 84% versus 78%. And these teams did meet up back on November 21st, about a week ago. The Bruins won 5-3 down in Tampa Bay. So I'm going Bs. Let's go Bruins. I'm on the Bruins at minus 160. My other Josh's Sweat of the Night, sticking in the NHL. We started with two two, uh, NBA games. We're finishing up with two NHL games. Give me the New York Islanders. Islanders are on the road at the Philadelphia Phillies. Or Phillies, here I am thinking about baseball. The Philadelphia Flyers. I'm going Isles. Uh, Isles open around minus 170. They now been bet up to minus 180. Some shops even inching up higher, closer to minus 185. So right off the bat, line is going toward the Islanders. Makes sense. Islanders have won four straight. Flyers are one of the worst teams in the NHL this year. They've lost 10 straight games. If you know anything about John Tortorella, Torts, uh, you can only imagine what those practices are like because you got to know that he is not happy about that. But hopefully, uh, sadly for Torts, I hope he loses again tonight because give me the Islanders minus 180. Uh, the Islanders have lost 10 straight, as I mentioned, uh, playing poorly. The um, or Sorry, the Flyers have lost 10 straight. Islanders have won four straight. This is also a home-and-home. Home. Uh, these teams just played on Saturday, and the Islanders beat Philly 5-2. So now they play in Philly, and now I expect hopefully the same thing to happen here. Uh, you know, A lot of system matches, uh, as I mentioned, on the Islanders. If you are a road favorite, minus 175 or more, 30-11, 73% this year. Uh, rested fave off win, 65%. Uh, You also look at the metrics, uh, 3.4 goals a game, only 2.4 for Philly. Uh, Defensively, 2.6 allowed for Islanders versus 3.4 for Philly. The Islanders are 9-3 as a favorite. They're 7-5 on the road. Philly, 7-12 as a dog, 4-5-1 at home. Special teams advantage, bigly for the Islanders here. 21% power play conversion rate, only 14% for Philly. PK, penalty kill, 83% versus 77% for Philly. Uh, You also look at... Um, the goalie matchup here, you had Varlamov, who uh, was in net the uh, on Saturday when these teams played. So it should be Ilya Sorokin in net for the Islanders tonight. And he's been great, 10-5, and 5, 2.19 goals against average. So I'm sweating the Islanders here. Give me the Isles. Got the Isles at minus 180, and, again, the Bruins at minus 160. That about does it for today's VEASAN Daily Morning Bets podcast on Tuesday, November 29th. A reminder, we have so much great, uh, so much great content information that we offer for, for free, but even more if you become a member. So again, go to vCon.com slash subscribe, get everything we offer behind the paywall for all of our articles, all those great vson.com uh, splits from DraftKings, as well as all of the as well as all the best bets sent your email, actual insights, pro tips, live stream of all the VEASAN shows. And, again, you can also sign up for the free newsletter, Waking Up to Great Sports Betting Content Every Morning, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. But I wish you the best of luck. Enjoy all the sweats for today, guys. And, of course, keep in touch with us on at Beason on Twitter, at V-son Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. But have a fantastic Tuesday, everyone. Good luck. Enjoy the sweats. And hopefully, as always, uh, hopefully you can cash some tickets today because as a wise man once said, the godfather of Beason, that's what it's all about. Enjoy the sweats, everyone.